0: Stand for this one.
1: Which now the angels
0: sing.
2: Hear the word of the Lord from Isaiah seven, verses ten through fourteen. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol and high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he, Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Hear the word of the Lord from Isaiah 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest
0: You may remain seated.
1: to
3: This next reading is from Micah 5, verses 2 through 5. But you, O Bethlehem Ephratah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. When the Assyrian comes into our land and treads in our palaces, then we will raise against him seven shepherds and eight princes of men.
4: next reading is from Luke chapter 1 verse 26-28 (laughs) to the birth of Jesus foretold in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary and he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored One, the Lord is with you. The word of the Lord.
5: Mary's song of praise, the magnificent, comes from Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 56. And Mary said, And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. This is the word of the Lord.
6: He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus.
4: from Luke 2, 8 through 16. Shepherds and the angels. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And then the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger.
1: While the shepherd All seated on the ground, the angel of the Lord came down, and glory shone.
7: Hear the word of the Lord this morning from Matthew chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born a king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. going into the house, they saw the child with, his, with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him.
3: Hear the word of the Lord from the book of John, the first chapter.
1: My Aldi
0: First of all, let me thank all those who lit our Advent candles, read scripture. Thank you for joyfully singing uh, these great uh, Christmas hymns at this service. A special thanks uh, to Jan Arteague for playing for us this morning. One Christmas hymn that we didn't sing is a hymn entitled, Lo, How a Rose Air Blooming. It speaks of Christ. Um, you can find it in the Trinity Hymnal, uh, page 221. It's a German hymn uh, translated into English. I believe it was written in the 1500s. The melody as well comes from that same era. It starts off by proclaiming the prophecies, the Old Testament prophecies about Christ, uh, before it brings us to Mary and then to the shepherds. You know, but the last verse focuses on Christ, our Savior. Uh, Let me read it for us. O Savior, child of Mary, who felt our human woe, O Savior, King of glory, who dost our weakness know, bring us at length, we pray, to the bright courts of heaven and to the endless day. I invite you to uh turn there in your bulletin and uh our responsive reading this morning, just that one verse, Matthew one, verse twenty-one, and it's our Scripture text for today, sermon text for today, Matthew 1.21. Let's read it together. And she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. You know, here in this portion of Scripture, centering on Matthew one twenty one, we see that all Scripture assures us of God's gracious promise of a great Savior. And so then the question is, how can you and I know this gracious assurance of a great Savior? And three words uh, for this uh, shorter sermon, Christmas meditation this morning, uh, the three words are these, roots, revelation, and redemption. Begin with the roots of our great Savior. I encourage you to keep your Bibles open, turn in your Bibles there uh, to Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, When we go back to Matthew 1, 1, we hear this uh, simple genealogy for Jesus. Matthew 1, 1 of the book or the Bible of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Notice it begins with David before Abraham to show the preeminence of David. In his birth, Jesus Christ faithfully fulfilled his covenant promise given to David. There from 2 Samuel 7, that there would always be a descendant of David sitting upon the throne. But then Jesus as well is the son of Abraham. Abraham. In his birth, Jesus fulfills, again, God's covenant promise given to Abraham. Promises of a seed, of a land, that Abraham would be a blessing to the nations, and indeed, Jesus is that greater, more gracious blessing to the nations. Uh, If you were to take time and encourage you to do it, read through all of that genealogy there in Matthew chapter 1. Uh, Scripture tells us they come in three groups of 14, Uh, and the focus here is on Joseph, a quick summary here, Uh, the first set, the roots from Abraham uh, to David there through verse 6, and then Jesus' roots from David to the Babylonian exile in verses 6 through 11, and uh, then Uh, David's roots from a king named Econiah, who was the last king of Judah, to Jesus himself. And then we read there in verse 16 of Matthew 1, And Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. Again, the spotlight here is shining on Christ, our Savior even with Mary, it says, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. You know, two truths to highlight here in Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. You know, first, the ruin of sin. You know, if, when you take a closer look at uh, these names, sinners and saints, it includes those like Jacob, uh, the deceiver, the heel grabber, Rahab. The harlot. And even uh, there's an allusion to David's sin of adultery and murder when it mentions uh, Uriah. But more importantly, here we see the roots of, of Jesus, our Savior. You know, even with this long biblical list, Jesus stays at center stage. You know, encourage you if you have time or make time over Christmas to pull out a good study Bible, uh, like the Reformation Study Bible. And by the way, that's a great Christmas gift. Uh, If you're running short at this point, you know, study the scriptural roots uh, of Jesus, our great Savior. So we see the roots of our great Savior, but then we see the revelation of our great Savior there in verse 18. It's already been read for us. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his Mary, mother Mary had been betrothed to Jesus, Joseph, uh, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Now the birth of Jesus Christ... You know, that, that word for birth there is used, same word used in Luke's gospel, uh, chapter 1, verse 14, to speak of the birth, the normal birth uh, of John the Baptist. And so we, by scriptural implication here, we can understand this was a painful birth. Go back to Genesis 3. Born of Mary. The Bible simply calls her first his mother, Mary. You know, Mary is betrothed to Jesus, to Joseph, excuse me, a holy, binding, and beautiful premarital vow between a man and a woman of faith. But there's a problem. Uh, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Not only did Joseph know this, Mary knew this as well. Uh, We read in Luke chapter 1, verse 35, Luke 1, verse 35, uh, the angel speaking to Mary, and the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God we see mary here then we see joseph you know again matthew's account focuses on joseph a man of faith two words used to describe him first he is a just man a righteous man now, that's not a throwaway term you know hear this galatians chapter 3 verse 11 galatians 3:11 Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law for the righteous shall live by faith or the just shall live by faith. So Joseph was a righteous man, a just man, as well he is a compassionate man. It tells us there in Matthew 1 verse 19 that he is unwilling to put her to shame. You know, he resisted announcing her adultery. You know, that's probably what everyone was thinking at this point. As well, he rejected the thought of publicly humiliating her, and he had that scriptural privilege. And so Joseph made his own plans for a simple, silent divorce. You know, but a sovereign God... Sovereign and saving God had a greater plan here. And now we hear the angel in verse 20, this revelation of our great Savior as he pondered these things, as he's wrestling over these things in his mind and heart. his heart. Behold, that word should grab our attention. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. believe it was an audible voice Joseph son of David do not fear to take Mary as your wife you know God's gracious revelation here calls for Joseph's obedient response but the Lord graciously gives Joseph a reason for this command for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now, my pastoral goal, losing count here, but for the past thirty or so Advent seasons, you know, has been to keep going deeper into the gold mine of God's Word about Christ's incarnation. You know, I've preached on the humble shepherds out in the field, the angel's glorious chorus. Mary's song of praise about Simeon and Anna preached through Isaiah on the prophecies of Christ's birth, the glorious incarnation of Christ, God's gracious gift of salvation in Christ, the Son of God. You know, and it's amazed me, it's humbled me. You know, and I believe it's true for all of us that as Christians, you know we should never grow tired of scripture's gracious revelation of our great savior you know you know here at christmas don't just confine it to one portion of scripture say we've read it done that let's move on you know all of scripture here points us you know to christ son of god savior of sinners And what should be our response? You know, at least two. You know, the first response is one of awe. You know, that God has graciously chosen to set his love upon us in Christ. But secondly, then, to adoration for Jesus, Son of God, Savior of sinners, The third truth, not only do we see the roots of our great Savior, the revelation of our great Savior, uh, but we're going to camp out here for, for a few minutes there. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, we see redemption in our great Savior. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. In one of his sermons on this portion of Scripture, Dr. Ligon Duncan stated that here God comes to Mary's rescue. I believe God not only came to Mary's rescue, God also came to Joseph's rescue. Take it a step further, I believe here God comes to your rescue, to my rescue. There in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, she will bear a son. Jesus is indeed the son of Mary, conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, the miracle of the virgin birth, and truly it is. But then this command to Joseph, and you, that is Joseph, you shall call his name Jesus. Comes from the Old Testament, Joshua. It literally means Yahweh saves. You know, we think of Joshua, though. Joshua, who triumphantly led God's people into the promised land, conquered God's enemies. But in Christ, God gives one who is graciously greater than. Joshua, the greater conqueror, you know, Jesus here. It's a simple name. You know, for for parents who are teaching your children about the joys of of Christmas, start with that name for Christ. It's the most glorious, the the most gracious, the the greatest name for God's Son, our Savior, And, and God gives this command to Joseph, and if you skip ahead there to verse 25 of Matthew 1, uh, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. You know, it's a great name here. It's a greater name than David, a greater name than Abraham, a greater name than Mary a greater name than Joseph, a greater name than the angel. You know, Jesus is our great Savior. But look at that last phrase, for he will save his people from their sins. You know, what does it mean to be saved from our sins? Okay. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 10 gives us... Uh, gives us a light here, 2 Timothy 1.10. And let me begin back. Which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, verse 10, and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. You know, three scriptural truths here, three gospel truths, as we consider that, that gospel phrase, he will save his people from their sins. First of all, it reminds us that we're sinners. Uh, you and I have rebelled against a holy God. We've rejected his gracious commands. You know, we ran from God. Like Adam and Eve hid, like Jonah ran from God, like that prodigal son ran off to a far land. We are sinners and we are running away from God. We're rebelling against God. Secondly, we're not only rebels, but we are alienated from God. We're far from God. John Calvin, writing about the Redeemer in his uh, institutes, has this little phrase. We are indeed condemned, dead, and lost. That's where we were without Christ, condemned, dead, and lost. But third and finally, in his merciful love, God graciously forgives us in Christ. You know, Colossians 1 13 and 14. He, speaking of God, has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. You know, there's the good news of the gospel. You know, Jesus will save his people. From their sins you know the gospel you know we're sinners we need a savior Christ is that savior one old saint put it this way Jesus the name Jesus Jesus is a very encouraging name to heavy laden sinners Jesus gives us that hope of redemption But but take another look there at Matthew one twenty one. Jesus is not only Savior, he will save his people from their sins. This speaks not only to the Jews, but to us who have been graciously grafted in. Uh, We'll get into it uh, at one point hopefully in 2021, in Romans 15, verse 10. Romans 15, verse 10. And again, it is said, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples extol him. You know, we can know that assurance of salvation because God has graciously called us to himself, graciously grafted us in. Acts 4 verse 12 puts it this way, and, in, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And that name is Jesus. He will save his people from their sins. You know, this past year, our son and daughter in law faced the formidable parental challenge of picking a name for their firstborn child. They knew it would be a son. As best we could, Lynn and I remained silent during this discussion. We tried not to do any sideline coaching. We tried. Uh, but in the end, they surprised us when they picked the name Sloan uh, for their son, you know, born November 1st. It's Irish, meaning warrior. Had to look that one up. You know, but here in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, God's messenger tells Joseph about God's sovereign name for his son the child of Mary, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. What then should be our response then to Jesus, the Savior of sinners? Like Joseph, uh, may we humbly receive God's good news of a great Savior. And for those who know this gospel hope in Christ, let us rejoice with our heart and soul and voice. As the Christmas hymn reads, Now ye need not fear the grave. Jesus Christ was born to save, calls you one and calls you all to gain his everlasting hall. Christ was born to save. Christ was born to save. Amen. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you. Thank you that in your sure, strong, gracious plan of salvation, you sent your Son, your one and only Son, your beloved Son, to become flesh one who is not only truly god but truly man we thank you for christ humility his obedience thank you for his perfect final sacrifice for sins there on the cross of calvary thank you most gracious God, that you have not only set your love upon us in Christ, called us to saving faith, but you clothe us in that righteousness of Christ and call us your sons and daughters. And Lord, that's what gives us cause for rejoicing and celebration, gladness Not only on Christmas Day, Father, not only on Sundays leading up to Christmas, but, Lord, may we know that joy, that gospel hope, that peace that passes all understanding, that comes through faith in Christ. Lord God, pray this morning um, that you would grant that assurance of salvation that contentment in Christ to your children and for those here or those listening who do not know that saving love of Christ Lord may they call upon your name may they confess their sins before a holy God who loves us with a holy love in Christ Lord that's our hope in life and in death. We give you praise always in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus. Amen.